0: They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's
2: hit music station, F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Stephen Byrne from Golden Pleck. Hello, how are you?
1: How are you doing, Louise? Delighted to be here.
2: Thank you for joining us. So obviously the Choose Choice Music Prize album um, shortlist was announced on Wednesday.
0: One size fits all
2: seemed like a good idea for clothes.
0: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt.
2: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
1: Indeed, it was the highlight of the Irish music calendar every year. It the really best night is. out for everyone that works in the Irish music oh, industry. Oh, such
2: a great night. Hopefully it's going to be in person this year.
1: I hope so, because it's my birthday.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> Even better.
1: Yeah, they save me a birthday party every year. It's brilliant.
2: <laughs> you can just meet everybody there. Saves your fortune. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So what are the albums that have been nominated this year?
1: Um, it's been a really good uh, year for Irish albums and the uh, list is very eclectic. Yeah, And uh, yeah. I mean, to me, I think it's important that every year that people are that there's a bit of disappointment, you know, because if mm-hmm. there's only ten albums and it's obvious which ones are going to get in, the prize isn't really worth having. So I think it's amazing that there's so many good albums this year, that there are so many people being so vocal about things not getting in. I yeah. think that it's uh, it's brilliant that there's actually so many people that care about Irish albums. It's always a good sign when there's a bit of disappointment around it. But um I suppose we could go in alphabetical order would that work for you? Yeah, that nice sounds good
2: to me. Yeah, there's quite a few so. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I suppose um Biceps Isles, Bicep yeah. are a duo of production team from Belfast based in London and IELTS is their second album. A lot of people might be familiar with these guys, but they have one of the most commercially successful albums on the list. Mm-hmm. It charted at number two here and in the UK, it went top ten in Australia. And it landed in an absolute rake of different billboard charts in America. And they also picked up two Brit nominations in 2022 wow. or 2020. Sorry, I wasn't ruining myself there. <laughs> uh, thanks to the success of uh, singles like Apricots and Atlas. And uh, they're probably the closest thing we have to a kind of groove Armada here. Okay. Um, it's really quality, this record, uh, Dark Horse to win, I think.
2: Do you think? Yeah. Interesting. I love love how you put that out there already even before we got through the others.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it's like on paper, it is the most successful album on the list.
2: Yeah, interesting. It is funny how they have so much success outside of Ireland.
1: Yeah, I don't think people realize um, here, realize how big they are Mm -hmm. outside of Ireland. So I think in in Irish music circles, though, they've been a big deal for many years and it was a lot of disappointment when their previous album was nominated for this prize. Yeah. So
2: So you we never have know. yeah, so we'll have to wait and see I suppose. Like it it doesn't happen I suppose they weren't going to choose the winner until March really. So we have a little while to to kind of sit on it, don't we?
1: Oh, we do, yeah. And sure, like the people that um are judging this don't even know when they get into the yeah. vicarstreet who won or not because they, they don't tell you mm-hmm. uh, when you're in the room. They, you know who the last three are, but you have no idea really until it's announced on the night. So which is quite nice. Good.
2: Yeah, which is quite nice as a judge as well, because you can kind of enjoy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in real um, the, time. On, the only negative part to being a judge is that you miss some of the acts playing live mm-hmm. because you're in deliberating. But other than that, it's, it's a great night.
2: Absolutely. And one that I was, I was delighted to see on the list was Orla Garland.
1: I mean, Orla Garland is just a phenomenal songwriter. Orla um, has been on the go for about 10, 12 years at this mm-hmm. stage. And she's just made a really wonderful, solid pop rock record, which would appeal to fans of like Hayley Williams and Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, It's full of really hooky guitar led songs like Zombie, which I think is one of the best Irish singles from last year, Mm -hmm. and radio friendly piano ballads like More Like You. Um uh, much of that album kind of revolves around the idea of uh, how we all present ourselves in a fictitious manner online mm-hmm. and uh, how strangers can kind of affect you in a negative way in your day to day life if you don't get any nice comments or whatever. Yeah. Um. And this album was about, an, about a decade in the making. She moved to London when she was quite young and kind of went down the uh, crowdfunding route and put out a rake of uh, EPs and singles and She's been writing for some pretty heavy hitters along the way as well, though. She did uh, co-writing credit for BTS as well. Um, That's amazing. This I, really I hadn't good.
2: realized that. Yeah, I hadn't realized that. Amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, re- mm-hmm. it's really, really good. But just um, old school kind of bit of grunge in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Old school rock and roll record, you know, which it's great to see there's still place for it.
2: Yeah, 100%. And then house plants. So obviously it's
1: Dahi and Paul Noonan. Yeah, I mean, this was a bit of a surprise inclusion. Um, I suppose maybe a lot of people would know too much about Houseplants. Um, but obviously it's Paul Noonan from Bell one mm-hmm. and Dahi. Um, they had done a song previously on his 2019 album Loss and they kind of enjoyed uh, hanging out and working together so much that this kind of naturally progressed into um, more songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dry Goods is kind of like it's LCD sound system esque kind of vibes in it. So if you're into LCD sound system, you'll probably like this. Um, there's a lot of kind of dance floor ready indie tracks like Companero and Window Pane. And. Um, yeah, I think they'll do very well in the festival circuit this year, next year if we get festivals back. They're kind of perfect for that kind of two AM slot. the kind of thing that the Galaxy used to get a lot
0: of yes. four or five years galaxy, ago.
2: Galaxy, yeah, what a band they yeah. were as well. Mm. But I would, I look forward to seeing Houseplants live. I really do.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: I saw them. At it takes a Vi- or it takes a village in Cork during the summer, and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm jealous. Um, yeah, uh, they've a really solid live band as well. They have Sinead White, who um, appears on Elaine May's album, which is also nominated, mm-hmm. uh, playing live with them, and uh, a live drummer, and one of the guys from Japes Band is also involved. So it's a really solid live. And of course, you have Mister Noonan up front with his hands doing his thing. Uh, it's it's very very good. I think they'll 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 sell out a lot of shows next year.
2: I think so too. And then we have Kojak.
1: Well, Kojak, I mean, what can we say about Kojak? That hasn't been said already. <laughs> um, he's he's a international man of mystery. Really? Um, this is his second album. Uh, he got nominated previously for his debut album, and then he did a little um, collaboration uh, EP thing with one of his mates. But he's, he's billed this as his debut album, but it's really his second album. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of loose concept. Album about trying to find somewhere to go on New Year's Eve, which I suppose we can all relate to um, 100%. at the moment, um, <laughs> the most prophetic album title of 2021, I'd say without uh, a shadow of a doubt. Uh, it features um, comedian Darren Conway in the interludes. And there's a love triangle at play as well, which is played by uh, the undisputed queen of Irish hip hop, uh, Big Pig, and uh, it kind of sees him using those themes of you know, people not being able to afford their own gaff or whatever, to have a party in the first place, you know, and trying to, can you go to town? Can you not go to town? All this kind of stuff to, uh, you know, ruminate on the housing crisis and the brain drain. And uh, he also reflects on the passing of his father when he was a kid and how that affected him growing up. And it's all very deep and kind of dark, but it's also very funny. And um, I suppose that's reflected as well by the cover, which is him sat in a coffin, supping a pint of Guinness. Um, You know, it, it, it's, it's a really it solid piece of work. I think it's in the frame to win yeah. as well.
2: OK, interesting. Elaine May.
1: Elaine May. Now, I think this kind of caught people by surprise because it wasn't one of the ones that everyone was talking about was it going to get nominated, was it not going to get nominated. Mm-hmm. But um, Elaine May as well might be somebody who isn't that well known. Has been around the Irish music scene for a good 10 15 years now. Um, she'd be best known, uh, for Love System, for 2015 single with the Galaxy, who we mentioned there a minute ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Home is kind of an album of two halves, really. It's got a lot of late night, kind of dreamy electro instrumental tracks, and then has a lot of dance floor ready numbers with uh, guest vocals from Alvarez, May Kay Loa, and Sinead White, uh, who obviously plays with houseplants mm-hmm. and it kind of divided opinion when it come out because a lot of people really like the vocal tracks and maybe weren't so sold on the instrumental bits or vice versa. But uh, it's nice to see Elaine May in there. She put the hard graft in for, yeah. uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 years at this stage. And it's nice to see her get some recognition from her her peers in the industry at this yeah, time.
2: Agreed, agreed. And then Saint Sister, where I should end?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, Saint Sister, this won the Northern Ireland Music Prize um, and something which often crops up in 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 a negative in regards to choices that not many bands from the north get nominated. Mm-hmm. So we have two this year with them and Biceps. So hopefully that will uh, make people up the north feel included. Uh, I think this kind of solidified their position. You know, they're at the vanguard of the uh, group of artists that are kind of reimagining, you know, the ancient ethereal sounds of Ireland in a new contemporary way, along with Lancome and John Francis Flynn. So uh, the album features Lisa Hannigan, and um, it's it's really, really solid. You know, interesting use of new and old sounds. Karaoke song, for me, one of the best uh, singles of, of last year. Should definitely get nominated when the um, song list comes out in uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, just a really solid, interesting quirky kind of album, you know.
2: I was delighted actually to see Soda Blonde included in this list.
1: Soda Blonde are one of my favourite um, Irish bands the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you have to credit them. With they were originally in a band called Little Green Cars. Right, yeah. And to rip it, rip it all up and start again is um, no mean feat, especially when it comes to music, you know. Um, so it is Little Green Cars basically, minus the main songwriter in that band, which was Stephen uh, Appleby. And this has kind of freed Faye O'Rourke, the front woman, to kind of step into the limelight and do her thing. She's an amazing vocalist, and uh, it's a career high moment for me, for everybody involved in it. It's just, um, I suppose ripping it all up and starting again kind of freed them to do whatever they wanted, and they've Mm -hmm. kind of stepped into this kind of 80s tinge pop sounds centered around horror, um, self-deprecating lyrics. It's kind of starkly personal, observational on, um, you know, themes of jealousy, love, power, and all. And starting over, really, it's kind of about them reinventing themselves as well. Um, but there's lots of references to how people in their thirties don't have as much as people as their parents would have had. Yeah. It's kind of a nod to that generation of people who are still living at home and to, you know, say to hang in there and follow your dreams and keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Really solid record though. It's, it's just beautifully, it's very cinematic as well and her voice is just amazing throughout it.
2: Her voice is unbelievable, yeah. Her voice is unbelievable. Yeah, she
1: reminds me of Annie Lennox.
2: Oh yeah, definitely see that for sure.
1: And then Villagers. Oh, Villagers. Well, I mean, what can we say about Mr. Consistent, Connor <laughs> O'Brien, like I think we just um, take him for granted at this stage. He'll just pull he, them out. He's, he's yeah. that good. Mm-hmm. Like you just think, oh, new Villagers album, four or five star Of course it is. You know, <laughs> we just kind of take it to, take it for granted. So to me, this is just um, proof him doing what he does best. He, t- he takes what he does and he brings it on another notch or two with every record. I mean, he's um, he's constantly teaching himself how to play new instruments and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. reflected here. Um, there's a lot of um, horns in this record, which he plays himself. Um, it's kind of gone into a psychedelic uh, experimental mode a bit, and there's a lot of pitch shift vocals and jazzy bits and stuff like that. And it um, harks back to a lot of kind of like high romance of 60s pop, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so so simpatico again just one of the best songs last year and kind of feels short at seven minutes you know mm-hmm. um wow. a <laughs> bit of harry Nilsson in there as well you know um it's just just amazing and uh jess cav of bark fame is the newest villager in town she is all over this album uh especially on a song called momentarily uh which is one of the standout moments on it and yeah it's just really good uh this is definitely in the run and to win. Uh this was topping a lot of the Irish newspapers album of the year lists in the last couple of mm-hmm. weeks.
2: And then we have for those I love
1: No Everywhere. This is the favourite to win.
2: I can imagine um, it will be, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like there's there's a bit of con- controversy around this because this album was originally out in 2019 for a couple of months, okay, and then um, David Balfe, who is the man behind For Those I Love, uh, signed a record deal and it was taken down, and they got him to rework it and it mm-hmm. was put out then at a later date. So there's a few noses out of joint in the fact that it wasn't originally out last year, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But yeah. it definitely warrants its position in this list because it's an extraordinary album, uh, which ex- it's it's a tribute and exploration of. I would just say. David Balfe's reaction to his friend's suicide, mm-hmm. and it explores a lot of really Dark themes, you know, he he has kind of survivor's guilt, you might say, and uh, but also celebrates his his friend's life in a really, really stunning cinematic kind of way. Um Men obviously are really bad at talking about their feelings. And I think this album has opened up uh, avenues for men to explore with their friends about talking about how they feel about each other, which can only be a very, very good thing um it's just an incredibly poignant cinematic tribute to his his best friend and I think it's it's resonated with a lot of um people because unfortunately a lot of people have um committed suicide in this country in the last number of years um as we've seen during the week with the sad loss of Sinead O'Connor's son and um You know, for anyone that's lost somebody, whether it be a brother, a a son, you know, a mother, whatever, I think there's something in this for them. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's probably, it's it's a worthy winner any year, really. I think this is kind of like one of those singular records that will uh, stand the test of time, you know.
2: That we'll always go back to. And then last but not least, Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill.
1: Um, I suppose this is kind of one of the more surprising ones in in the list in that um, it's the most kind of classic album, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's a a nod to the modern pretty much in all of the other albums, you know, because it's it's mostly dance and hip hop stuff this year. But this is just kind of like a classic, you know, American songbook type of record, just, you know, nods to Bob Dylan and Van Morrison and stuff like that. a lot of piano ballads um it's a collaborative effort between mick flannery who has seven albums out and susan o'neill this would be her second album and it's just a really really solid classic um record uh, they've picked up a lot of fans in america including phoebe bridgers who they opened for late last year and it's just it's nice to see just that um an old school record can get in you know, there's still merit in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not reinventing any wheels or anything like that. But it's just if you if it's solid, it's it's good enough to be there. It's very very worthy of an inclusion, and I can see Mick and uh, Susan O'Neill going on to do a lot of good things in the in the next couple of years.
2: I think it's going to be a hard choice for the judges on in March. There's a lot to discuss, as you'd say. <laughs>
1: there, 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 yeah, there is a lot to discuss, but um. um it, it does get heated in that room as well, <laughs> um, you, you know, um, for anybody that doesn't know the process, you kind of you talk about the albums and then you, you a few get cut, and then you talk about the albums again, a few get caught um, and it's quite rigorous. And after that first round of um, cuts are made, the uh, gloves come off, you know, because people start to lose albums that they Loved. Care about on the yeah. list, and it um it it gets quite explosive towards the end. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it but like I can assure everybody that's on the list that you will there will be somebody in that room who will be fighting for you. You know, hundred um, percent, yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
2: Oh, I look forward to seeing who who wins. But I suppose so. That's March third. It will be announced from Vicker Street. Tell me, who would you have liked to have seen being added to that list?
1: I think the big omission and I think they're vital, but it's unfortunate though, but they have to happen. Uh, John Francis Flynn, Mm -hmm. an incredible record. I think maybe he might have lost out because he's a trad act and maybe in the judge's minds, they might be thinking that, you know, he didn't write those songs. He's interpreted them in a fantabulous uh, manner, but the other people wrote their songs so maybe they might have been more worthy of a um, nomination in their mind mm-hmm. uh, hannah Peel, uh, northern ireland dj who got nominated for the mercury prize last year she didn't get a nomination uh, i think that surprised a lot of people um in the pop realm i think inhaler you know yeah. they they had a, a, a big year last year um James Vincent McMorrow, I suppose, is the big name that didn't get selected. Um, Maria Kelly had an amazing album, the sum of the in between. Uh, I think that song itself, the sum of the in between, if Phoebe Bridges or somebody had to put that out, would have been a massive worldwide hit. Mm -hmm. Um, Strange Boy uh, put out a fantastic hip hop album. And then people like say Wyverlingo. Maybe they lost out because their album came out in January and it maybe just wasn't on pe- on the judge's radar uh, so much when they would have come to be voting. Uh, yeah, there's loads. There's loads. I mean, like, the whole list is loads. actually up on,
2: on the website if people want to check it out because there's loads. And if you kind of just want to maybe dip your toe into brand new Irish music, go go check some of the albums out. They're amazing, aren't they?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's loads. I mean, uh, you could add Adrian Crowley in there. You could hours, keep going. <laughs> series, uh, it's a these, hard like, there's Loads. Like, yeah. but like this, this is a good thing though. If if there's only six or seven and a few uh, just because on the list, yeah. you know, we're not. On, you know, it's a bad thing for the country. But the fact is, there's twenty albums there that reasonably you could say deserve to get on a list for the best album. I think it's great. It's wonderful. You know, uh, yeah. You know. I know it upsets a lot of people, but <laughs> unfortunately somebody has to miss out. Yeah. But um, you know, yeah. it's great. Um, hopefully these people will all get picked up for the festival season that's coming because I think that's really important now that the festival's all back to the Irish acts in the next couple of years, you know.
2: Yeah, agreed. Stephen Byrne, thank you so much for joining us. And uh we'll have to wait and see who wins on the night, as they say. Uh, um
1: I'm putting a tenor on for those who love.
2: <laughs> I'll check back into you afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay, Louise.
0: Bye-bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.